0: You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast, Podcast with Megan Rage. Badi yaddy 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 yaddy. Man, first it was WAP and now it's body. Like I cannot get that song out of my head. Badi yaddy 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 yaddy, just constant. Megan the stallion really knows how to make a hit that just really sticks with you. Hey, guys, back from Thanksgiving. Even though I did do an episode last week, y'all apparently didn't want to listen to it because, man, nobody listened to it. Well, I mean, some people did, but not a lot. Um, Recently, the podcast hosts that I have my podcast on, they sent me an email and they were like, it was obviously a mass email sent out to multiple people. But um, it was from the founder of the host. And he was just like, Hey, you know, the holiday season can be slow for podcasters. If you have any questions, like feel free to reach out. So I was like, I know this is a mass email that went out to any everyone. I was like, but I am seeing a dip in my numbers with the holidays. Can you offer up any suggestions? Anyways, he ended up writing back and saying that's totally normal. People around this time are like watching Christmas movies, spending time with families, families, um, family, just, you know, doing other shit, shopping, um so don't you know no don't be discouraged and then he sent me a couple articles that I did not read yet <laughs> Um, but I, I realize that there is going to be a little dip in the holiday season so I appreciate those of you that are continuing to support and listen each week even when you have tons of other shit going on Um, I have to be honest like there's no other podcast that I'm listening to right now but mainly that's because I don't want to be influenced by anyone's sound I've talked about that before now there's some style of podcasting that I could listen to without being influenced at all like for instance Payne Lindsay released a new podcast called Dead and Gone which I'm gathering is about um, the great. Grateful Dead cults, like the deaths that were surrounding people that followed around the Grateful Dead. I've really been wanting to listen to it. I just haven't yet because I just I can't I mean, you guys, I haven't even watched the season finale of Dancing with the Stars yet. And that happened last Monday. I have tried to sit down and watch it multiple times and shit just keeps happening. I was going to sit down and watch it today because Brett had to be in the office to do work. Um, But I sat down and I was, you know, the Petco Foundation um, contest started today. So I have been politicking all day long, sending the link to vote to people specifically, Um, not just sending like a copy and paste message. I've been like, hi, like insert name here. I've just been like trying not to be annoying about it because this contest is going through the 16th of the month. So you're going to be hearing from me a lot. So I'm trying to ease you into it. I'm not even sure if you can vote more than once. So you might only hear from me once. And once I got confirmation that you voted, well, that's it. We're done. So I'm going to get into what the Petco Holiday Wishes. Every year I've seen Front Street, you know, has been entered in this Holiday Wishes um, contest through the Petco Foundation. And every year I... I've always been confused as to how it works exactly. So every year I always see that there's all these stories that are legit on the Petco site. And then it also says, like, share your story. So I've always just shared my story through there. Little did I know if I just got my shit together a little bit earlier and submitted mine and Chuck's adoption story to Petco before we get to this point, I could actually be in the running to win Front Street kind of a lot of money. Actually, not kind of a lot of money. So back in August, uh, I did this video with Chuck and submitted it to Petco for the Holiday Wishes, um, you know, campaign or the Holiday Wishes contest. If you haven't watched the video yet, it is It's so good. It makes me want to cry. I did cry the first couple times that I watched it. I wish that you could frame videos. My friend Anna did just send me a link to a frame or yeah, it's like a digital frame where you can upload a video is expansive though so we'll see if I end up buying that I might have to put it on my wish list for a birthday or Christmas or something like that um so I filmed this video and it's just of me and Chuck and basically the adoption story about how I got him and you know how he's motivated me to do so much in my life and I submitted that to Petco um I didn't really talk about it because you know lately I've been feeling like I've been jinxing shit so I just sent it off didn't think about it and then I found out last week that we were chosen as one one of the stories that was going to be featured, um, that's potentially going to be winning Front Street some money. But then there's a second tier to this contest, which is called the People's Choice. So basically all of the winners that were picked that have won an undisclosed amount, I don't know how much we've won for Front Street or if we really won anything, but all of the people that were picked were featured on the website for holiday wishes. And then those are the stories that you vote on. So whoever wins the people's choice vote, whoever gets the most votes wins an extra $25,000 grant to go to the shelter. So for me, I got Chuck from Front Street. I submitted this video on behalf of Front Street. So Front Street is the one that would win this $25,000 grant. Here's the thing. Um, Each of the winners that were chosen this year, they got this package. In the mail, and um, it was like a pair of uh, bobs, which are the Skechers' shoes, and they have cats all over them. So freaking adorable. I got a sign from my yard that says, Hold on, Um, my cat. My Adopted Pet Changed My Life, and then it says Holiday Wishes Award Winner, and then I also got a bandana for Chuck, I got um, a shirt for Brett and I, and then they also sent this like laminated book um, called Pets Change Our Lives, and inside is each adoption story that's won this year. So I got this package on Saturday, and I started reading through the stories, and holy crap, There are some tearjerker stories in this book. So I already looked today and I do appreciate everyone that's voting. It does. It isn't the most user friendly. You kind of have to. There are certain pages that don't work if you go to them. I tried to put up the best links that I could. But you basically go to the if you if it takes you to the main Petco page, you click on our campaigns and then you click on holiday wishes. And then at the bottom, you'll see a bunch of stories. If you put in the search bar, Chuck, um, our story will pull up. You just have to type in your email address, click vote, and then a box will pop up that says confirm or like, confirm that you want us to send you an email confirmation you have to click confirm there and then it'll send you an email and then you have to confirm it from there too so it does it is a couple steps but you don't have to like log into Facebook like it doesn't doesn't take you to like an external site or anything it it really will just take you under 60 seconds to do it Um, you can find the link it's on my Instagram page it's on my podcast Instagram page it's on Chuck's Instagram page it's on my Facebook I could always send you the link to make it easier anyways I'm up against some tough, tough stories. Like, uh, my friend Amanda was here for Thanksgiving. And we were like, let's watch the Taylor Swift folklore thing on Disney+. Plus. So we were watching that. I was super into it. Then I got this package and I just started reading this book and I was just on the couch like crying. Amanda kept saying things to me like, she's like a pop-up video VH1. Like, did you know about Taylor Swift? And I'm like, no, and I'm not paying attention because I'm reading this book and all these sad stories. The stories are just so good. It's all about people whose pets have like totally changed their lives, whether they actually physically saved them or just served as a therapy animal that helped them get through something or just like... I just just like me um, Chuck changed my life in so many ways like he inspired me to start doing Megan Spin of the Week he's the reason that I started this podcast he is the new tattoo that I have on my arm like Chuck has just done so much for me I I honestly think my life would be so different if I would have never gotten him I think Front Street so much I, the timing just had to be right for the stars to align for me to end up taking him home and I'm just so happy that it worked out the way that it did um, people that have watched my video said that it made them cry and I just love it that so much because that's just oh the emotion that I feel for Chuck makes me want to cry all the time sometimes I look at him it's so sad sometimes I look at him and I'm just like I just love you so much um, so yeah this grant would be huge for Front Street it would help them so 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 much so if everyone could take the time to go to my Instagram to share the video the videos about Chuck but let me tell you it was filmed back in August and your girl had some extra chins (laughs) after I saw that video for the first time after it was like done being edited I was like yeah I need to get a Peloton and that's basically what inspired my journey to the Peloton and I was kind of dreading posting the video because I felt so self-conscious about myself but it is not about me it is about Chuck it is about winning this grant for Front Street and you know what Chuck looks cute as hell in this video I'm so happy that I have it as a keepsake to look back on I'm so thankful that the Petco Foundation picked us as one of the winners that they like connected to our story everything about it just makes me feel so happy and so grateful um, so like I said I, I was picked as a winner and the I could have potentially won some other money for Front Street. We're actually having like a Zoom, like a celebration. Normally the celebration's done in person and they kind of reveal the winners. But because of COVID obviously we're going to be doing it over a Zoom call and that's happening on Thursday. So as soon as I can on Thursday, I'll make sure to tell everyone like what the outcome is but that doesn't change the voting process for um, the Holiday Wishes campaign that I'm pushing right now. Whatever Chuck and I won for the shelter, if we won anything the 25000 will just be an inex- extra kicker on top of that because this $25,000 is for the people's choice. So whoever the people um, vote for the most, that's who's going to win this extra $25,000 grant for the shelter that they adopted their animal from. So in my case, it would be for Front Street. I appreciate everyone that's been posting and been sharing. I was actually thinking today, like, I don't want to be like corny or pushy or like cheesy, but like I want to tag people in the comments like like uh, fo- oh, not um cats of Instagram. Like, I wonder if I could get my Pilates studio to post the video on their page. Like, I just want Front Street to win this money so freaking bad. I'm like, what could I do? Who could I reach out to that has a big following? We are the only local Sacramento story in the running. I just, I feel like this would be so good for our city, so good for Front Street. Um, So if anyone has any good ideas or has any contacts that I could reach out to, if you own a business that would be willing to share the video and share the information on how to vote, I would be forever indebted. I'd be so thankful. I'd be so grateful. I was thinking about it today like, as far as face or Facebook and Instagram goes, I'm going to be posting quite a lot, which is something that I, I used to do. I remember sitting at the bank when I worked there and being like, OK, I haven't posted anything on my timeline today. I got to find something to post. Is it a throwback Thursday? Is it a flashback Friday? Like is it a woman crush Wednesday? Like what can I post? And these days you just I, I'm not like that anymore. Like I, I will post on my story every day for the most part, except for sometimes on the weekends. But On my actual timeline, like sometimes I'll go weeks without posting anything. And so it feels almost weird to me. To post a Facebook status today that was lengthy because I rarely ever post on Facebook anymore. To post something knowing that I'm going to post multiple times this week on my feed. I'm like, I hope I hope people don't get irritated with me. It's just when, you know, I'm passionate about something, which I'm so passionate about Front Street. I love Chuck so much. I just am going to be annoying for the next couple weeks. So just bear with me. So I got my tattoo. I haven't posted it yet because I have major tattoo anxiety. I am obsessed with this tattoo. I am obsessed with the girl that did it. I will never. Never go anywhere else. I'm so happy that the person that I talked about previously in this podcast flaked on me so that I was able to find this girl because she is so my vibe. It's crazy because I told you in last week's podcast that I had a dream that I showed up and she was a bitch and told me she was going to tattoo a volcano on my arm. Um, So I think like I just had this preconceived notion in my head that she wasn't going to be friendly. So I bought I brought earphones and I was I we were just talking before the appointment and I was like yeah I brought my earphones and I was I told her that Brett had said why are you bringing earphones and I said to listen to a podcast and he was like won't you be talking to her and I'm like for four hours no and she was like girl I'm a Gemini I can talk to you for the whole appointment and then some anyways that like Made me feel so much better so I laid down And we just started talking and we were talking The whole time we were laughing She is so my type of person Like I'm so happy that she did my tattoo I'm so happy with The tattoo I've never gotten color before and I did some color in this tattoo. It was, she was getting ready to like do the final touches. And she was like, So, what color are Chuck's eyes? And I was like, Black. She was like, What do you mean they're black? And I was like, His eyes are black. And she was just like, No, they can't be. He doesn't have an eye color. And I'm like, No, they're just big black. And she was like, What are you talking about? And I was like, Yeah, I love it when he like gets excited and his eyes get all big and black. She's like, Yeah, but he has an eye color. And I'm like, No. And she's like, So, he just has, he's a soulless cat. He has no eye color. And I was like, I don't understand what you mean. She's like, Pull up a picture of him. So, I pulled up a picture of of him. And I immediately start dying laughing. I'm like, oh, his eyes are definitely green. She's like, what the fuck were you talking about? Black eyes. I was like, I don't, I, I, for some reason I was just picturing like white and black. We were laughing so hard. Like we both had to stop because we were both shaking and just like laughing. It was the freaking funniest thing ever. Anyways, I've been wanting to post the tattoo, but it's not, he- first it had saran wrap all over it. She did take some pictures, but my arm was in a real awkward angle. So my elbow looks flappy and i <laughs> Don't like it. So then I was gonna take um, another picture, but I had Saran wrap on it, or the that like uh, I forget what she calls it. Starts with an S. And then after that, it was like peeling and scaly. And I don't know what it is, but I'm so nervous about my dad. Brett brought up at Thanksgiving that he's getting a full sleeve. No one said anything, seemed upset by it. And I do realize that this is so ridiculous. And I love tattoos. I just always get this weird anxiety after I get one. And it'll probably go away in like a week when I'm used to seeing it on my body. My body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Oh, God. But right now I'm not used to it. Like every time I walk by the mirror, I'm like, oh, my God. And then at just at night, I'm staring at it. I can't stop admiring it. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to post it. Actually, today, instead of posting the Petco video, I was going to post a picture of the tattoo. And then I was going to post the video in a couple days to push people to vote more. But I think I might do it the opposite way. I'm just so nervous about what my dad's going to say. And then I'm going to have to tell him that there's more coming. I have four, three more sessions with her. Uh, I don't know why I care so much. I don't know why I carry so much anxiety. You know what? I'm going to ask my, I'm going to talk to my therapist about this. Maybe she has some words of wisdom for me, man. I have been trying to get reimbursed for my therapy. They've, these healthcare systems out here make it so fucking hard to get therapy. I have to jump through like a hundred hoops just to freaking go get therapy. That's all I'm going to say on that. But I understand why people like don't go or are discouraged because it's a lot of work and I understand why certain therapists don't report like don't go through insurance because then they have to like diagnose you yada 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 anyways I um I'm understanding why it's hard for people if I wasn't the type that was like meticulous and used to doing paperwork and stuff I would be totally put off by all the hoops that I'm having to jump through but I am not (laughs) discouraged by paperwork and by hoops so bring it the fuck on but yeah I can't wait to show you my tattoo um I think some people are gonna hate because it's a big ass portrait of Chuck but I do not fucking care that means I'm gonna have him on my body yeah I promise I won't do that again I'm gonna have him forever the tattoo is so well done it looks just like him the detail the color I I can't say enough things, enough good things she's an old Folsom at Shanghai tattoo it's crazy I was like how long has this been here she's like oh just a couple years the original one is actually in Shanghai and then she said that's the owner over there and it was this like uh, girl had green hair and hella tatted up she was doing like the coolest tattoo ever I just got really good vibes from the shop the only two people that were working were women okay I was all about that it just I don't know just felt like a really good environment I'm so excited for Brett I think I'm more excited for Brett to get his first one than I was for mine because like I had a clear picture of what I wanted and obviously I know what Chuck looks like but Brett is getting a full sleeve of all the different Oasis albums and there is a tattoo of all the different Oasis albums and he used that as like a not um Yeah, I like sent that to her like he kind of wants it like this, but obviously a tattoo artist is not going to copy someone else's work. So we have no idea what it's going to look like. And I just like with her style and her detail, I'm just so excited to see what it's going to look like on Brett's arm. And he has this terrible tribal tattoo on his arm, and I can't wait for that to be covered up. Speaking of Brett... Brett's always like, uh, I make all the lunches and the dinners or whatever. We always are. I'm always like, well, I mean, I'll make you whatever you want. I will. I'm open to make you anything. So today he was on a conference call. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be nice right now. I made him a sandwich, a turkey sandwich with cranberry cheese, mayo, mustard. And then I put some coleslaw on the side and I brought it up to him and went to hand it to him. And he was like, oh, I don't like cranberry. I'm like, motherfucker. So I don't make you anything. I make you something and then you complain about it. And then I was like, you do too like cranberry because I've gotten you cranberry on your beach hut sandwiches before. And then I shut the door and then he came home five minutes later and was like, that was really good. I'm like, yeah, see, I told you. So rude. Say something mean right off the bat. That's why I don't do it because he's always trying to hurt my hurt my feelings. The only thing that I could do is make a sandwich. Like I said, my friend Amanda was here over the weekend. She Her family's in Oregon. So she spent Thanksgiving with us and um, I was making all these sandwiches with leftovers. stuff and Amanda was like said to Brett I don't know what you're talking about she cooks things all the time and Brett was like making sandwiches doesn't count as cooking but I do make some mean ass sandwiches I was making shark bite for days at home and I was making them better than Beach Hut makes them these days whenever I go to Beach Hut to get a shark bite it's just not impressive like I can make a better one at home people used to come into Beach Hut and order a shark bite sandwich and say that they wanted me to make it like I would be on register and have to go make it because I make them the best so my shark Mark by drop. Watch out. Brett trying to tell me he doesn't like the sandwich I made. I make the best sandwiches in this damn house. You know what we didn't have at Thanksgiving? <laughs> I can't Last year, we made mac and cheese. And there was a little bit of a miscommunication because there was also mac and cheese at Thanksgiving. Well, this year, we, made, we didn't make mac and cheese, and there was no mac and cheese. And all I wanted this Thanksgiving was mac and cheese, and I didn't get any mac and cheese. And all I've been doing is talking about mac and cheese. So last night, we had some leftovers, and Brett was going to go to Save Mart, and I was like, will you get some mac and cheese? of some sort, like there's got to be some in the ready-made section that you can just pick up and we can... You know, pop it in the oven when you get home and he comes home with macaroni salad. And normally I wouldn't complain about that because I love some macaroni salad. There's two different types. I like them both, but I do prefer one over the other. You know, the kind of the grocery store that has like it's clear and it has the red lid on it. Those are the ones I like as opposed to the super like mayo-y tasting ones. You guys know what I'm talking about? Anyways, macaroni and cheese. I just can't believe that I didn't have it for Thanksgiving. It's the only time of year where I really get to have macaroni and cheese. And um, yeah, it just didn't happen for me this year. Maybe it wasn't meant to be, but um I've been thinking about it. So I would really, I mean, I'll even credit, uh, oh, 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 reset. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I tried to recover from that so hard and I just couldn't. I would even uh settle for some craft mac and cheese at this point. Oh, God. We've just been having goof off ever since Thanksgiving, which is something that my mom and dad called, um, like just eating whatever we have when we were kids like we would just they would just if they weren't cooking like you know lasagna or meatloaf or fish sticks they would just say it's goof off and goof off just meant you find your own shit you go in the freezer you go in the fridge you go in the pantry you eat whatever you want and if it's hodgepodge that's great and we used to have goof off all the freaking time my brother and I were just talking about this over the weekend so that's what we've been doing ever since Thanksgiving just finding scraps in the fridge and putting it together for dinner I actually really enjoy it. It's comforting. It reminds me of my childhood. Brett doesn't like it so much. He likes structure. Like last night we or yesterday, we decided that we were just going to have goof off for dinner, like just whatever. And then dinner time rolls around. And he's like, I'm stressed out. There's too many little things. There's not one full thing that we can eat. He's like, I got to go to the store and like put together something so that we have like an actual meal. And I'm like, I'm fine with whatever's in the fridge. And here's the thing. I say this all the time. If it wasn't for Brett, I would not have gained weight. he. <laughs> He I never used to eat full meals like he does. Like I would eat a piece of salmon and like, I don't know, a little something on the side. But these days, like I, you know, I just I have more of a well-balanced meal, but my portion size is so much larger. Like I just I just can't I can't do it if I could just get it under control for a month and like not be jealous of what he like. I could eat my own thing, but then I'd look over and be like, oh, I'm jealous that he has all of that. So I just end up eating what he's eating. And it probably works both ways. There's probably times where I enable him to to make bad choices, but he does it way more than me. It's not even bad choices. Sometimes it's not like it's not like we're eating like shit for dinner every night, but it's just he makes like he makes this thing called a Sunday roast and it's it's a tradition in England and it's like, um, you know, turkey or chicken, um, a veg, Yorkshire puddings, potatoes, mashed and uh, roasted potatoes. Uh, Did I already say stuffing? A vegetable. So like your plate is full and it's all full of good stuff, but it's so much food. And so that's where I've gone wrong. I feel like this time of year, though, I don't normally typically work out. And thanks to the Peloton, I have been only because I got the tattoo. I wasn't allowed to sweat for a few days. It's also where my watch would be. So I was without my watch for a few days because I was trying to let it heal, um, yesterday I went to go pick up my watch cause I was going to do a ride cause I, you know, she told me to wait three days before I did any like exercise and sweat. So I picked up my Apple watch next to my bed on its little charging station and I noticed that it was cracked at the bottom and the crack went all through the screen and I started immediately freaking out because I had a flashback. So Friday, our house cleaners came and my Apple Watch is always on my wrist. I wake up in the morning. The first thing that I do is I slap that puppy on. And then the only time that I charge it is at night when I go to sleep. Well, our house cleaners came on Friday <laughs> and where I have like one of those power cords next to my bed and it has like my, my lamp plugged into it, my phone charger, my Apple Watch charger and normally the power strip is just right next to my bed sitting on the floor. Well, after the cleaners came on Friday, I went into my room and you know they put everything up cuz they vacuum. Well, that charging that power cord was tucked like wedged in between my bed and the and the be- my bedside table and my watch had fallen off and was also like wedged in between there. So I picked up the the Apple Watch charging dock and then I put my watch back on it. Didn't even look at it or anything. Well, that's what happened, whether they it knocked off and it just shattered from falling behind where they had thrown the power cord or whether it came off and they vacuumed it. I don't know. I don't know if they noticed it. I don't know if they didn't notice it, because I'll be honest, when I picked it up on Friday, I didn't notice that it was cracked, but I also didn't look at it like it was small, but it's big enough to where it was affecting the way not that it was working because it still worked, but it would go to the lock screen and then have me put in my passcode every time instead of just being unlocked all the time. So I was so upset because my Apple Watch is just like what keeps me, motivated during the week. it It's what helps me like not stay on the couch. It's what helps me, you know, get motivated to work out every day. I really rely on my Apple Watch for like my fitness. I really don't use it for anything else because there's really not much else you can use it for. Sometimes I use it to, for text, but that's basically it. So I was like super disappointed yesterday. I was so upset. I was so mad at the cleaners, but also I honest, I, they're such good people. I honestly don't think that they noticed. I think that they... Didn't I mean, the, the watch is normally there. So I think they threw the power strip back and that's where it cracked because it's all wood back there. And it was like really pushed behind my bed and the dresser. So I called, I texted her, the cleaner, and I didn't say anything about it. I just said, hey, I'm going to have to cancel for this month and we can resume in January. And then I called around and it turns out that unless you have Apple Care with your watch, you're literally fucked. Like it was going to be $299 to get my watch repaired. And the new SE watches are 272 dollars. Plus, there was a Cyber Monday thing yesterday where I get like twenty five dollars back. So it was just beneficial for me just to get a freaking whole new watch, which just sucks so bad. So now I'm trying to sell my old watch on eBay. My best friend Summer was telling me that a lot of these like secondhand shops will will buy the watches because they can repair them easily and then just resell them. It's a series four. I mean, it's one of the newer watches And it still works. The crack isn't like, you know, affecting its function. But man, just so disappointing because that's just not an expense that I wanted to deal with right now. Hopefully it sells on eBay and then canceling the cleaners for this month will make up for it. But man, it just like if it was me that did it, that would be one thing I would be like, man, I'm such an idiot. That sucks. But. I didn't even break it and here I am paying for it and like it's so in my nature I kind of want the cleaners to know like hey next time you're up there can you just make sure there's no electronics but I also don't want to make them feel bad or uncomfortable like I I don't know I was talking to a couple people and they were like we just I would just fire them if I were you because if they just are careless like that with your stuff which I totally understand I just love they're such nice people I don't know the whole thing just freaking sucks. So, anyways, I ordered an Apple Watch. I have to go pick it up from Arden Fair Mall between two thirty and two forty five. Uh, wait. you're giving me a fifteen minute window to go pick it up. Okay, tight, cool, got it, noted. Brett and I have been watching American Horror Story. Now we watched this a couple years ago, and we fell off on season six. Ro- I don't know how to say that word, Ronicky, R-O-A-N-K-E or something like that. That season was terrible. So we were talking about it. We picked it back up on season seven, which was cult. It was so hard to watch. I had such a hard time sleeping last week because we were watching it. Like such a hard time sleeping. And... Me being the nice person that I am, if Brett's asleep, I try so hard not to wake him up. Like I move very carefully. I turn over to on my side very carefully when I'm the one that's asleep and Brett is the one that can't sleep. He's turning on lights. He is freaking clearing his throat super loud. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll remember that next time you're asleep and I can't sleep. Anyways, American Horror Story, the season that we're on now is uh, Apocalypse, and it's going back to all the old seasons and we it's been a couple years since we watched them, so I literally don't remember shit. It's going back to the season with the witches. It's going back to the hotel season with Lady Gaga. And I have no idea what's happening. And so I'm like, should we stop it and go back and watch these other seasons so we know what the hell's going on? Like, I remember some of the characters. I just don't remember their storylines. Anyways, American Horror Story, it's been giving me anxiety lately. Then I read right before bed last night, there was was some object hurling towards the Earth. NASA NASA wasn't sure what it was, but they would keep us posted. It was supposed to go by us at like 3.50 a.m. I woke up this morning and I was like looking, for an update they still don't know what it was i don't know if it passed but i was just laying in bed because the season that i'm watching right now apocalypse starts out with like a missile striking the earth so last night i was like oh my god i can't sleep i can't sleep what if a missile hits the earth i'm gonna die tonight before everyone knows about chuck's holiday wishes program My friend Amanda does that. She like sings her responses. I love it about her. (laughs) I'm not good at it, as we just noticed. So that's not something that I'll be picking up. Sometimes my friends do things I like, you know, pick it up. It's hard not to do that sometimes. That is not something that I'm good at. So we will just leave that to her. She is really good at it. I feel like she could write jingles if she put her mind to it. Well, I guess she is in radio. She could write radio promotions with her little... Self-singing jingles. Last week I recorded this podcast and um, I was debating on whether or not I was going to do batch talk afterwards. And I didn't end up doing it, but I did go to Save Mart last Tuesday after I recorded at night because Brett made this. um, uh, This. uh, What am I drawing a blank? Potato salad to go with dinner. And I like things simple. Brett likes to get a little extra with his recipes so first it tasted good it was like lemon mayo green onion potatoes and then he put mustard in and then he put cayenne pepper in and then he put cheese in and that's where I was like nope (laughs) nope that's where I draw the line I do not like cheese in like my deviled eggs I just he just is doing the most so I was like look I'm gonna go to Save Mar and get like a little something to go on the side of what we're having I don't know yet what I'm gonna get yet maybe I'll be motivated when I get there maybe it'll be some stuff. Stuffing. Maybe it'll be some regular potato salad. I just, I cannot do this. And he was like, okay, will you get me two Fosters while you're there? So I was like, yeah, no problem. Brett likes to have, I don't know, a can of Fosters every once in a while during the week. So I get to Save Mart and it's, you know, a couple days before Thanksgiving. So it is madness. So I get one of those handheld carts. I get Two cans of fosters for him. Um, uh, What did I get? Uh, A couple sides from like the ready-made section of Save Mart. And that's all I had. So I walk up to the line at the same time as this couple that has a full cart. And they don't let me go ahead of them. I I have four items. I have to get behind them. The checkout line that I get in, the guy is going so slow. The people in front of me keep looking at me as if they want to say go ahead, but they never do. And then this mom gets me gets behind me with her kid, and she is like the nicest mom I've ever I've ever heard in my life. Normally when you're in the grocery store, you hear people saying to their kids like, "Don't touch that. Stop. Keep your hands to yourself. Give me the iPad." Here's the iPad, you know. It's... But this mom was doing, like, a baby voice to her. I, I, I was, no, no lie, in line for, like, 20 minutes. She was going, oh, when we go home, we're going to do this. Oh, come here, baby. Like, I, I can't even... I can't even redo what she was doing. It was that annoying, and she was having her sing songs in line. And I don't have a kid, so I don't know if this is a thing. I don't know if this is what parents do, but man, I wanted to put some earplugs in so bad. Not only was she annoying when she was talking to her daughter, but I feel like she was looking at me like this huge piece of shit. Because basically, what it looked like if you were looking at my cart, it looked like I had two cans of Fosters, which is disgusting. I would never drink that, and like two little size. I, I basically look like a, I was going to take this all home and eat it, like these two little sides and these two cans of fosters like she was probably looking at me like oh you poor poor thing but really they were brett's beers and then they were sides for our dinner because our side got messed up and so she was like halfway looking at me in a weird way halfway talking to her daughter and then her daughter was just touching everything and I was just oh I was having the worst freaking anxiety so at the time all this was super fresh in my mind obviously I forgot like some of the things she was saying to her I should have wrote them down all I wrote in my notes were save mart annoying lady behind I mean, but I almost came home and fired up this podcast and talked about that and then talked about The Bachelorette, but I didn't. I was so freaking tired last week. I had so much going on that job interview and stuff. It was just a lot. Um, but The Bachelorette last week was really good. There's a lot of drama. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited that more of the guys are showing their personalities. It's crazy to me because Reality Steve is still tweeting a lot about Claire. Reality Steve hates like everyone in The Bachelor franchise. Like he talks so much shit, but for some reason he has Claire's back. Also, I talked about that TikTok last week about the girl who approached Claire and Dale for a picture. I posted that on my podcast Instagram and I deleted hella comments because some people were like, leave them alone. Why? The more that you talk about them, the more you're just giving them clout or fucking whatever. I don't know. Hi, I have a podcast. Have you noticed? I talk about entertainment news. I talk about my personal life. I can't leave them alone. This is what I do. <laughs> like you think I'm? I'm not trying to be like malicious. I'm just trying to be entertaining and I'm voicing my opinion because if I didn't have an opinion, well, I wouldn't have a podcast. That's just the way it is things will never be what's that song that's just the way okay why do I always this is always a thing when I worked at the radio station I would say a sentence and then I would you know think of lyrics that went along with it and then I would start singing and then that was my thing anyways I deleted so many comments because I just do not need to hear your negativity you need to hear mine but I don't need to hear yours Oh, Clarendale's Thanksgiving vacation. Didn't it just look so precious? Aren't they just the cutest couple ever in their cute matching jeans and white crew neck tops? Oh, can kill me. Although I am dying to see them out, and please believe if I did see them out, I'd be like, can I get a picture? <laughs> No shame in my game whatsoever at all. And then, of course, a couple days ago, she posted like, "I'm a human too." Everyone from that's on a reality TV show at some point, they have this caption and photo up on their social media. "I'm a human too," and your words hurt, and yada yada yada. I get it. I get it. I don't know if I would be able to take it if I were on the receiving end, but I'm also not commenting on her pictures saying, like, you're trash. I'm just saying it on this podcast and on my own personal page that I guarantee she is not seeing. So I'm not part of the problem please stop tell myself that tell me sleep at night. We're gearing up towards the end of the year. There's only a few more episodes until 2021. So, as per usual, I'm going to be adding to the what the WTC episode 20 podcast. It's on Apple Music, it's on Spotify. I've just been adding to it instead of creating a new playlist every episode because that was just getting crazy. There were too many playlists in my Apple library. I still might try to figure out a better way to do this, but for now, I'm just adding to the WTC episode 20. So, let's see this is episode 28. So, I've been going strong for eight episodes at the beginning of 2021 we'll start over with a fresh playlist We'll see how long that goes I'm not sure I'm so close to getting 10,000 um, listens on this episode I, I have seen a drop in numbers lately so I've kind of lost my steam a little bit but I'm so close so if you guys could share this podcast that would be so amazing tell a friend about it um, maybe a bachelor lover in your life I don't know share it on your social media the more people the more people see you post it maybe one day they'll be like, hey I might give that cat podcast a chance and listen to it. This this week. Um I will do a bachelorette recap on the end of tonight's episode because I kind of did miss doing that last week. And now a whole week's gone by and I can't even rem- remember what happened on last week's episode. So I feel like I can't talk about last week's episode right now because I fucking just don't remember. So I'm going to attach on a little um, batch recap after tonight's episode to the end of this podcast. And you know what? I might try to get Brett to be on it tonight, too. Last week, he was not into the episode. He was like, "Tasha's boring. I'm over this season. Like He even fell asleep early, I think. So maybe it was those two cans of Foster Fosters. Maybe tonight I can get him to perk up a little bit and actually watch the episode with me because um, it's always fun to get his input at the end. So stay tuned for your batch recap at the end of this episode, which is going to be coming right now because I'm done with the first half. Okay, I'm back and it's not even time for The Bachelorette. What time is it? Because I got my new Apple Watch. Let's see. How come the fuck, what's happening? How come it's making me put in my passcode? You guys, I'm having a nightmare. It's 408. So (laughs) I told you about my Apple Watch. Broke it. Was gonna cost two hundred ninety nine dollars to fix the new Apple Watch SE or the Apple Watch SE, whatever was like two seventy something. So, anyways, I went today to the mall to go pick it up. My window was from two thirty to two forty five. So I get there at like two twenty, and I go to the Apple store and I notice there's a line out front, but it's like cut off. So I go up to the security and I was like, "Hi, I have an appointment." And so he goes, "Go down to the Christmas tree, hang a right, check in, stand in line, and then they'll bring you back to the front." And I was thinking, "What the fuck?" So. I walk over to where Nordstrom used to be. There's like a line. So I wait in the line to get to the desk and then they check me in and then they put me in another line. I'm in that line for 30 minutes and then they start like moving that line and they let the guy in front of me go and then they stopped and put the rope up in front of me. I wait there for another 10 minutes and then they undo the rope and they make me follow in a straight line with all these other people and then I have to go stand in another line to get into the Apple store what the fuck so I finally get in and I was talking to the guy and I was like why is it so expensive to fix the Apple watch I was like I don't get it and he's like because the screens and you know they're waterproof and yada 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 and he was like um and then I was like what happened to this um I watched series four and he said they were discontinued and I was like, "What?" Fucking watch did I get? And he was like, there's, so there's a new um, Apple Watch SE and then there's an Apple Watch 6. He was like, you got the SE, which just basically doesn't have like EKG or something and something to do with your blood. And I was like, oh, OK. So anyways, he hands it to me. I run across the way to Mac to get some foundation for my pale ass skin or some BB cream or whatever, because the, all the BB cream I have does not match my skin. And I'm on my merry way. Right. Wrong. So I get home. <laughs> I get home, I hate silver. I don't like silver jewelry. I'm just more of a gold girl, okay? My old Apple Watch was rose gold. I had the pink band, which I hated, but I wore it. It came with the watch when, or that's what Brett chose for me when he got me the Apple Watch Series 4 a couple Christmases ago. And then I didn't like that band, so he got me another band, like a gold band for the iWatch. It was like $200. I wear it all the time. I freaking love it. Anyways, I get home And I pull the watch out of the box and I'm reading the label on the side. Oh, my God. You guys, I fucking got a silver watch. (laughs) I got a silver watch. And so Brett's like, don't even open it. Just take it back. And I'm like, I could I can't. First of all, being at the mall was giving me so much anxiety. You know, there was that shooting over the weekend. I just don't I have no interest going to the mall. I started feeling super anxious as I was driving up. I just wanted to get in and get out. I was there much longer than I was anticipating. There's no way I'm going back. So (laughs) and then I picked a black band in the picture. You can't really tell. First of all, I didn't know the watch. I didn't I don't I didn't realize they came in different colors. I just thought it was going to be exactly the same. And then the band that I got, I got a black band thinking it was like solid. No, it's black with like a blue. I I look like a boy who like farts and smells it and plays in the sand. Listen to this. It's fucking Velcro. I I look like I watch the Power Rangers for free time on the weekends. In my free time. I put on the watch. Everything's in a different position. Like the knobs on the bottom left. I just, everything's different. And it's silver. So now I have this really cute, you know, expensive watch band. That's probably going to look stupid with this silver face. I can't. I can't. I mean I know these are first world problems but <laughs> fucking no. I mean I really I know I'm going to f- hate this for a couple days and I'm just going to get used to it but uh, now I need a watch band. So if anyone has any good recommend I don't like so sil- I don't want a silver band but this strappy velcro blue and black band that I chose. I mean what was I thinking? Please someone tell me cuz this is not it. This is not this is not what we like to see. OK, I could go on about this forever, but I'm just going to end it and move on with my life <laughs> because nothing I can do about it now. I mean, I opened it. It's open. It's too late. The damage is done. Literally. The guy was like, oh, is this your first Apple Watch? No. And then I told him, I was like, my other one shattered. And he was like, oh, you didn't have Apple Care. Listen, motherfucker. No, I didn't have Apple Care. And then another thing. AppleCare, man, it's such a, I mean, it isn't a jit, but it also is. I was reading the fine print when I got home. So I pay for it monthly. And then if something happens, I have to pay $69. I mean... Shouldn't you just swap it out? Oh, did I already? T- I can't remember if I just mentioned this a couple minutes ago. I was like, should I get a, do you guys have covers for the Apple Watch? And he was like, yeah, but they're kind of bulky. He was like, I mean, you have AppleCare now. So if you break it, you just get a new one. And I want to say, you mean I get a refurb? Because I told you a few weeks ago in my podcast that Brett's phone broke and they sent him a new one. And the battery is shit. Like it's straight up a refurb. I, nothing is more stressful than dealing with Apple. The people in the store are friendly and great, but outside of that, it's a nightmare. Also, what are they going to do about that mall? Now that Nordstrom is gone, I mean, what's the appeal? Yeah, there are some good stores there, but not enough for me to want to go there and, like, shop around. I'm going to get shoes, perfume, makeup, all of that. It's, it's done. And what are they – I mean, there's already a Sears. There's already a Macy's. There's already a JCPenney. Are they going to put a fucking Montgomery Ward where the Nordstrom was? What's going to go there? They can't just leave it empty. But what is going to fill? I mean, watch them turn it into like a fucking Walmart or something. I would die. You know how there's malls that like start like sunrise. They start to like turn into a not mall. Like Country Club. That, was be, that would be a better example. Like it was a mall. And then they slowly started to change it. And now it's like not a mall. It's like legit a strip mall. There's a fucking Winco. What's happening? Honestly. And now I'm home. Like I said, it's 4.15. I haven't edited my podcast. Haven't done my radio show. Haven't done my fucking workout for the day. On this new silver Apple watch. With a Velcro black and blue band. Okay, I'm done. Honestly, tonight's episode was so freaking boring. I tuned out so many times i tuned out during her and easy's date uh, i tuned out during um bennett's speech to noah at the end I tuned out. Oh, God. I mean, I tuned out a lot. I just wasn't invested in tonight's episode. But let me tell you, next week's episode looks so good. Um, the Zach stuff, I had read a little bit about his past. So I knew that he worked for like a facility, a rehab facility type of thing. But I didn't realize that his past was that freaking deep. Also, Ben, I had to delete a tweet that I put up because I was kind of judging him for getting naked um, during that challenge. I was like, do we really need you to take off your clothes? And then when he got into like his eating disorder and stuff, I mean, that was so brave of him to talk about that. And he just I mean, all of the guys, Caitlin Bristow tweeted tonight that this is the best group of guys since her season. And I totally agree. Like this group of guys is so good I honestly am worried that Bennett's going to go home over Noah, though. I mean, both of those guys are going to go home. Here's the thing. When you are in the situation to be a two-on-one, that means that there's an issue with you. And when someone is watching two grown men fight like that, she's going to be turned off. Like, you're going to lose brownie points. You're going to lose hot points. She's just not going to be as attracted to you. So no matter who stays or who goes, they're not going to make it till the fucking end. I mean, get a grip, everyone. Um... I I feel like my front runner changes every episode, but this week, none of the guys really did it for me enough to like change my mind. I still really think that Brendan is like a favorite for me. I like him so much from the trailer next week though. It seems like he has some reservations about how fast the process goes. And then also I'm curious to see what other bomb Zach drops on Tasha Cause it looks like it's going to be a big one. I didn't really watch any of easy's date tonight. Um, I just, you know, obviously noticed that there wasn't any chemistry. It seemed very friendly. And then at the end there, you know, she's she sends him home saying that she doesn't feel a connection. And it just had me like the look on his face. It just makes me wonder, like, what it's like to be in there and feel like you're looking at the one like easy was looking at Tasha like she was the one. And then be so blinded by what you think is love only to be blindsided. Like she blindsided him. He was like, wait, Tayshia, are you for real? Is this really happening? Like he did not think that he was going to go home by any means. Oh, the whole episode was just so. I, I don't know. There was just a lot of like emotion which is not really what I'm here for. (laughs) I'm more so here for the drama. So while I did appreciate like the date and the guys and them opening up and stuff, I found myself tuning out a lot. I, I, uh, and you know, I said that Brett might be on this with me tonight, but he is not into the season at all. He said that he thinks because it's from a resort. So it's just not as, not as exciting. It's the same old shit every single day, which I kind of understand coming from two people who watch love Island where people are legit trapped on an Island. I mean, I, I, I don't really know why we can't get on board with this season of The Bachelorette. And also, I think we were just so spoiled with the first part of this season and all the drama with Claire, and now it's like smooth sailing, so to speak. Um, I, I, Another reason that Brett's not on the po- episode tonight is because he literally has not been paying attention to the to the episodes. He's just totally checked out. He loves to troll people on Facebook. He loves to comment on Facebook posts posts. He's part of a UK Peloton group, a USA Peloton group. He's part of a Vegas group. He's part of a Disney. I mean, he is constantly trolling people online. So all he did tonight was comment on posts. The, the, that Capital Eats group that I talk about all the time, you can see Brett. He comments on every single post that goes up on that thing. He DMs people. He, he is just, he's a troll. He loves to troll people. Honestly, so we didn't pay attention to any of it. He just kind of dips in and out, which I was kind of doing on tonight's episode, too, because I was paying too much attention to what Brett was doing. Um, <laughs> but he would come in like when Bennett was talking, then he's like, oh, this guy's a total knob. And I'm like, well, you haven't been watching. You've only seen the bad parts of him. I, I will say that the-, the start of the date, it's not looking good for him. But I feel like they always try to do it like that. So we automatically think that Bennett's going to be the one to go home. But there's no way that she can keep Noah around. I mean, Come on, that guy's the freaking worst. Not that Bennett's not equally as bad, but he's not as bad as Noah. Anyways, next week looks like it's going to be real freaking good. Cannot wait. That's really all she wrote for tonight, guys. Don't have much else to say. This is also just like a filler episode, I feel. I can't wait for the men tell all. They are going to do that, right? I, I I really hope that they do that. Also, so confusing because Matt James season doesn't seem like it's fully filmed from the resort. They're out and about doing activities. So I hope that Matt James season like they're actually out doing things. They were able to find a way now that some of the United States is reopened. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I feel like it's gonna start right after Tasia season's end. Ease, season ends. Like I think we're gonna get like a week, maybe two week break, because it starts January fourth. That means Tasha's gonna have to make a decision. I mean, what's how many days until January 4th? I'm so bad at this on my radio show today. I wanted to say like, countdown Christmas, this many days. But even though it's to, I recorded for tomorrow, so it's the second. And obviously I math that would be 23 days, right? But I never know if you count the actual day. Like, do I count the actual day of like, I, I'm so bad. Like a week from a week from now. OK, obviously, that's that would be Tuesday. But like, do I count Monday to Tuesday, Tuesday to Wednesday? Like I just get counting days. I'm not going to ask me to count days. I just avoid it at all costs. I looked up how many days until Christmas and then it looked wrong. So I just didn't do it because I'm so scared that people are going to laugh at me. And here I am telling you that I don't know how to count dates. OK, I got to re- I got to end this before it gets real bad. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.